Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. This is Zofia Renea Morales, and I am here today with Jane Novak. We are going to discuss moving from lost and unaware into apologetic power. But before we get started on that, I'd like to remind you, actually, I'd like to invite you better uh, to join me on Tuesday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern Time for the Spirit Talks Development Experience. We get together and we explore all aspects of our personal power, our giftedness, and move into those gifts with grace and ease. It's a wonderful experience, and I'd love for you to join us. It's only $10 to join, and it's bit.ly slash spirittalks1. So that's B-I-T dot L-Y slash S-P-I-R-I-T-T-A-L-K-S-1. So join me on Tuesday evenings. And back to our guest today, Jane Novak is a life and business strategist for sensitive people. She's a spiritual teacher, entrepreneur, and international speaker. For many years, she struggled with not understanding why she was feeling like an outsider and was sad or angry at times and just emotionally drained for no obvious reason. A few years back, she started a journey of self-discovery that led her to realize that she was an empath. That was a pivotal time in her life, and it changed everything. She completely accepted this gift of being sensitive and learned how to co-create productively with the universe. Jane's journey has led her into helping people who feel lost and confused about their emotions and purpose. She helps people realize their true nature as spiritual beings and how to use the gifts that they were born with, the gift of being born sensitive in this world. Jane has helped hundreds of empaths worldwide move into their empowerment and gain control over their lives. Welcome, Jane. I'm so excited to have you with me. Hi, Sophia. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm grateful for the opportunity. Yeah, I, I love talking with people who, what I want to say, have struggled in the past as highly sensitive people and who've learned how to turn it into a gift and how to un- unleash that superpower. And I know it's super easy to listen to an introduction like that and go, oh, I could never be that because I'm like this emotional wreck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about what your life was like before you figured all this out. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I feel that sensitivity is often overlooked or uh, perceived as a curse. And, you know, when I was little, I felt like... I came from a family of aliens, you know, (laughs) I was always questioning myself, am I adopted? Do I belong to this family, to this world? What's happening? And I felt I was a very highly sensitive child and I was very emotional. Um, I was not heard. Yeah. Give me an example of one of these moments that kind of springs forward for you. I would feel when my parents 
even if they wouldn't be fighting, but I knew something was happening. So I could tune in and feel the underlying anger and whatever they were feeling without explaining. They would say, you know, everything is fine. I knew everything was not fine. And I was really feeling lost in that moment that, is it something with me? Am I feeling so much? Obviously, I didn't understand emotions back then. Yeah, so, well, and it, it, it's crazy making, right? Because you're, mm-hmm. you know you're feeling this in the atmosphere. You're feeling it coming off of each of them, and yet they're looking at you and, and telling you that they're, what you're perceiving doesn't exist. Exactly. And that's when you start doubting yourself. That's when you start doubting your guidance because as children, we're more connected to that stream of energy that who we truly are, the source. And we start doubting ourselves. And I developed that belief that there is something wrong with me. And, you know, I didn't have a safe space to talk about feelings. And uh, I believe my parents gave me what they knew to give me, you know, you, you do better when you know better. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, they, well, they and the parents will give you what they were trained is supposed yeah. to be quote unquote good for their children. Right. And absolutely. Frequently yeah. it's not. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, and, uh, you know, as a child, I would also would learn to bottle up my feelings because I didn't have a safe space and my emotions to the point that, um, you know, I would not trust sharing my feelings with my parents, with my family. And, you know, because of that, I could go and spiral as I would go into later being a teenager also, that I would recognize those patterns, yes. you know, do in you, developing unhealthy habits. Do you have a moment in your childhood that, that springs to your mind where you were taught that it's not safe to share those feelings? Is there an event? Yes, yes. I remember my mom would tell me, and I think maybe she meant from the um, positive side that it's not okay to cry because she tried to explain that the more you cry, the more there will be opportunities to cry about, which now as an adult, I understand basic law of attraction, right? But mm-hmm. we, we need to be allowed to express our emotions. And the, that's what I do with my children now my son to my daughters, I can say, you want to cry, let's, I'll go and hold your hand. And then we're going to solve your problem, or at least bring it up to the surface. I always encourage them to be sensitive, to be emotional and remind them that it's their gift. You just have to learn to manage it and turn it into a gift. And I, I love that you brought the law of attraction into this because I know a lot of times it's presented like you have to be this amazing high vibe person all the time if you're going to attract good things into your life. And, and that's a lie in some ways because, yes, you do want to be high vibe to attract good things in your life, but you can't deny that you have a, a, a sadness or a hurt or an injury or an anger and just smash it down and pretend it's not there. It's got to come up and out. And then, you know, let's work on what you send after that, right? (laughs) Absolutely. I'm so glad you brought it up. I have goosebumps because it resonates with me so much. Um, You know, what I teach about law of attraction is that even with um, affirmations and mantras, if you're not in a space of feeling good, overlooking your problems or numbing your pain, numbing your emotions, and just affirming that you're okay, it actually is going to backfire. 
Yes. So the more of that you're going to attract in your experience, and then you're like, oh, love attraction doesn't work for me. I must be an exception. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm broken. <laughs> yeah, that must be me, you know, the victim mode. Um, so yes, first step is acceptance of all of your feelings, all of your emotions. You know, what I teach sometimes to my clients and empath that uh, allow yourself even to be angry. We shut down certain feelings because we believe we're not supposed to feel this way or not allowed to yeah. be angry even. Well, you know? as, as little girls, we're taught that anger is not an emotion we're supposed to have. And even as adult women, you can see the, the cultural programming that's there around angry women because the initial like gut reaction that's been trained into us is, oh, well, she's a bitch, she's aggressive, mm -hmm. you know, I, I wouldn't want to be that way. It's like, no, she's assertive and she's drawing appropriate boundaries. Absolutely. Yeah. I just love that. I also tell my clients, you know, is that the notion of that you would be called crazy if you'll express yourself or hormonal or, you know, whatever women have been called all this time, you know, and you're right. It's um, peeling off that belief that I should be certain way that embedded in the consciousness it's not that you have to release yourself it's it's really rooted in the consciousness and if you start breaking these patterns then the more of us we can pass it on as light workers that new pattern of accepting ourselves as exactly. we are and it's it's really interesting i've i've been doing a lot of thinking around what i want to say patriarchy and uh systemic discriminations of different kinds, whether it's um, through your color or through your uh, education or, or what it is, right? Because there are a lot of different ways we discriminate against people that are, yeah, there's just a lot of different ways that it shows up. And it's interesting when you start to step out of those boxes, right? And a woman is expressing appropriate anger, or a man is expressing his heartbreak, his wounding. Um, I find it interesting to watch how I respond to these things, because it will tell me what aspects of that programming I still have running in my consciousness that I need to look at and work on. Um, and so I spend a lot of time observing the, the reflexive emotions that will come up mm -hmm. if I see a man who's, who's crying or, or, you know, working his way through a hurt, because this is something that has been traditionally denied as a safe space for men. You know, if there's something that pops up in my mind or experience that goes, oh, well, he's weak or he's soft or he's whatever. Mm -hmm right? That judgment tells me a lot about what I still need to work on. Yes, I love that. I love that example. First of all, we need more men um, standing up and coming up and being vulnerable, being authentic in the area. You know, sometimes I have clients who would come to me and say, Jane, do you work with just with women? And I'm like, no, no, I don't. It's just not a lot of men want to show up this way and say, you know what, I'm sensitive. And that I feel uncomfortable about it. Let's start the conversation there, right? How yeah. can we get you to opening up about your emotions because something beautiful happens in there that we can heal the masculine and the feminine in this world this way.
And you're absolutely right. I also want to add that as empath and sensitive people, we always want to improve how we view the world, how can we grow spiritually. And what you just described, this is, I find myself doing every day. What's triggering me? How am I reacting to it? I'm observing myself every day. And, and you know, uh, that's our nature as empath and sensitive people. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, there's been a lot of talk recently about like George Floyd and the Black Lives Matter. There's been a lot that's gone before that around um, LGBTQ and how people identify sexually. And there, there's a lot of, well, society has got to change which it's appropriate to have some of that. But the truth of the matter is how society changes Mm -hmm. is that each individual begins to shift and begins to examine how they're contributing to the fabric of what's going on. Absolutely. And and what can I Mm -hmm. personally change about how I approach the world, how I approach people, how I approach systems and what have you? What can I change that's within my control here today? And as you do that for yourself, other people begin to go, oh, well, maybe I could look at it differently. And that's how society actually changes. Absolutely. Absolutely. You, um, you know, as I always say in the moments like that, watch yourself, not just online, in your real life, how do you show up? Yes. How do you show up in every moment? when you're around someone, when you witness injustice, or when you just by yourself, when you hear something, when you read something, just witness yourself. How do you show up? What's happening in your mind? Because we, we might still have certain, you know, old beliefs or stereotypes that are running through. And it's okay to face and say, whoa, where is this coming from? Where is mm-hmm. this belief coming from? Oh, it's because I've been told that as a child, or it's because I read something, or it's because it's been you know, embedded in me in the consciousness. That's what the courage is, huh? to witness yourself every step of the way, the moment you wake up. How do you show up in every moment? Do you choose kindness? Do you choose love? Do you choose old beliefs? Or do you choose fear? Yeah. So, yeah, I yeah. love that. So how did you come to the realization that you are a highly sensitive, empathic person and that it's not a broken thing? <laughs> it's not. Yeah, that's what I wanted to scree- scream from the top of the mountain. There is nothing wrong with you because that was my belief. And um, I felt socially awkward. I would feel other people's energies when they're insincere um, and not sincere. And I would just approach a group of people and they will have, let's say, a small talk. And I'm like, I just don't feel good here. I want to, I always crave these deep conversations about the universe, about the the big changes that we can do in this world within ourselves. Um, I felt isolated. I felt alone. I felt not understood, not heard. I struggle in relationship. I, I was in a place of just losing myself and not knowing who I was. And, you know, just being in a family and having children was, didn't do it to me. You know, mm-hmm. I, I needed to find my purpose. I knew there is something is missing. It's not just how I eat. It's not just how I work out. There is more to that. So where I started learning about, you know, coming across the word empath or <clears throat> highly sensitive person and how uh, or we can have a reactive nervous system 
you know. Um, and then I st started uh, reading some studies even on how our um, neurons react to certain events, you know. We don't have the filters that some people do have. So yeah. we cannot block when so much information is coming and we feel it's like we have these receptors everywhere and we feel every little thing that sometimes we forget, oh, I forgot how I feel versus taking on what you're going through. Exactly. You're, well, you know, I know in my, own, in my own journey, I didn't know the difference for many years. I thought it was all mine. Mm-hmm. And, and didn't even realize it was coming from somebody else. And I'm sure you, after all of this reading, you kind of came to a moment of realization. But right now, we're going to go to break. And when we come back, I want to hear about that moment of realization. <laughs> and if you're out there joining us right now, um, you know, there may have been some stuff that started coming up for you as we went through this discussion this morning. So honor that by grabbing a piece of paper and a pen or a pencil, or a crayon, or whatever you happen to have to hand, and write down some of the spaces where the resonance has happened for you, the things that we've discussed um, are important for you to pay attention to. And hang with us. We'll be right back from the break. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to TellZofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A.com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's tellzofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thank you for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I am here talking with the amazing and wonderful Jane Novak. But before we return to that discussion, I'd like to remind you that I love to hear from you, the listeners. Uh, send me an email at asksofiatransformationspace.co. I would love to hear your story. I would love to hear any questions you have. I would love to hear suggestions for topics you'd like to hear us discuss or speakers you particularly like to hear from. So the email for that is ask, A-S-K-Z-O-F-I-A, at transformationspace.co. 
So Jane, before we went to break, you were telling us a little bit about doing all of this research, how it was all coming to, into your awareness. What was the moment when it all kind of came together for you? Tell us how that arrived. Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, I was on this spiritual journey for a while. And for a while, for a while I believed that, you know, if I'll eat healthy or I'll exercise, I'll find my happiness. Um, and I even did some modeling after I had my third baby. So there was a lot of moments of identifying myself with something that I do or how I look. And that put me in a place of turbulence, emotional turbulence. Yeah. And, well, and um, that's what we're taught to do, right? If you yeah. ask any woman who they are, they will list off the title of all the things they do. I'm a mother. I'm a CEO. I'm a wife. I'm a sister. I, I am a, a quilter, you know, we identify with these activities and roles that we have in our life as opposed to who we truly are spiritually. Absolutely. And I also want to mention it doesn't happen overnight, right? We're all in this journey, you know, taking time, um, evolving, you know, developing new beliefs. So for me, it was a process, only I felt that there's something missing and that's not it. And um, as I was developing my spiritual connection, I remember I started meditating every day. That felt really good to me. I started reading a lot of spiritual literature and self-help books, you know, and digging deeper into the healing work, into what the energy is, what the universe is, how it works. I was fascinated by all of that. I'm like, oh, finally, there's something that interests me. But there was still something missing. And I remember when um, I was on a call with a psychic and doing one of the first readings. And she told me that, you know, I have a feeling that you're an empath. And that was the first time when I heard that word. And without even Googling the word, I said, well, I am an empath. I don't know what that means, but it just it feels right. That's who, yes, who I you, am. You, know? you recognized it at a soul level. Yes, this is part yeah, of how I built. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, oh my gosh, just, I had a lot of goosebumps. So then I started researching and uh, I read a book by my dear friend, Judith Orloff. Um, I believe the Empath Survival Guide, the first chapter. I remember I was reading and crying. It's like, oh my God, there's something wrong with me. <laughs> and I felt like I just need to give this book to everyone who knows me. So they're like, they're like, see, there's nothing wrong with Jane. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I'm that way about the uh, Ro Rose Rose Tree has a whole series of empath books as well. And I'm that way with her work. It's like, okay, read yeah. volume one. If you don't read anything else she does, read volume one, because it's an actual workbook. It's not like read yeah. it page to page, end to end, you know, tonight and you're done. No, it's 30 days of learning how to tell your energy from somebody else's and how to turn it up mm -hmm. and how to turn it down and, and how to, to keep from being this great big Velcro ball that moves through the world <laughs> and picks up everybody else's crap. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. So Judith Orloff. And so where, where did it go from there? So I remember I, I was journaling a lot at that time, and then I heard this voice, and it was a very um, affirmative voice. It was not loud voice, but it felt so right when I heard that 
you're here to help other sensitive people and empaths. Mm-hmm. And my fear was, the, but, but I just, you know, I don't know anything, you know. And yeah, I exactly. Like, just jump I, in, girl. I'm still <laughs> figuring this shit out. Who am I to lead anybody anywhere? Exactly. <laughs> and that's the true leadership when you recognize that you're not here to share your knowledge. You're here to share your journey as well. Yes. And that's the power of true leadership because we teach others what we need to learn. We cannot just say, okay, I'm done here. I have a degree or whatever, which many of us do, right? And we think, oh, I have a degree. There is nothing for me to learn. Every day is a school. It's a learning opportunity, right? And back then I was going through turbulence in my relationship. So it was not easy for me. But yes, you know what? I'm just going to jump. I'm going to document my journey. I'm going to show up as I am. And sure enough, that was, you know, successful. Awesome. I love that. So how did your life change for you once you had this, this understanding that you're an empath, you're not broken, um, and in fact, it's your soul calling you into leadership? What, what did you start doing differently as a result of that? I gained self-confidence. I felt more uplifted, energized. I started meeting people on my path that are not there just to take my advice or um, and not follow through, by the way, which a lot of times happens <laughs> because we want to help. We're like all the way there, but they're like, yes, but. Um, yeah, exactly. They have to right. be ready to help themselves before you can actually help them. Exactly. So I started meeting actually people who are ready for my help, whether it's friendship, whether it's uh, work-related. I started creating this community that, felt so right to me. And, you know, my community grew so fast because I was sharing my journey authentically and people would come in and say, you just, you know, you don't know me. They will DM me. It's like, you don't know me, but you have no idea how my life changed because of your page. And that there was nothing better than these messages, you know, were emails that I started getting. I'm like, oh my goodness. And all I had to do is to show up. Mm-hmm. And, and to be it, authentically you. Yes, 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 absolutely. And not to be afraid to take action because I was in a place of listening to my intuition. I believe that was the biggest thing when I stopped. Over the time, I stopped caring about what other people think of me. And this is the biggest block of probably, I would say, 95, 97 people listening to us right now. That what this person, what my neighbor will say about this, what uh, you know, my school, my parents... It's your life, and I understand you can't jump on that belief right away. It took me a while, but that was the biggest transformation. When you start listening to yourself, when you start trusting yourself, there is um, everything else. You understand people come from their own perspective, and they would never know what's best for you. Yeah, and I love that you learn to trust your intuition and just live into it. I know one of the challenges for me, being a trained scientist and a highly analytical person mm-hmm. at, at base, uh, the biggest challenge for me initially was saying, this feels right, so this is what I'm going to do. 
because there was this program in me that said, I have to have a logical reason for it. I have to be able to explain and justify why I want to go this direction, as opposed to just saying, this is my guidance and I'm following it. Yes. That, that, that's all you need to do. This is my guidance and I'm following it. And the people may at first kind of push back on that. Mm-hmm. But after you've been living that way for a while, the pushback stops because they've seen how it's played out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, much better <laughs> in many ways than the, the thing that they were advocating for. If that makes Absolutely. sense. Absolutely. Yeah. They will come to you and say, what do you do differently? Why are you glowing? Yeah. How, Why are you so happy? Yeah. How, how <laughs> did you know that that was going to be a clusterfuck? Well, I didn't. I just knew that this is the direction I needed to go. <laughs> right, right. I just trusted and I didn't listen to you maybe. So, yeah. Um, yes, that's the biggest um, nugget. That, that's the biggest thing actually that uh, to answer your question that what happened after that, after I started changing and uh, getting back into my power, stepping into my power unapologetically. And that's the word here, unapologetically. Yes. It's not because you feel guilty or you feel because others will not understand you. I was not supported on my journey. Everybody said, you're just crazy. You think you're going to make money with that? You think people are going to come to you and, um, you know, and buy your services? Who are you? Do you think you can write a book? go ahead. Who are you? You know, it's, it's like, you know, now who, look who is laughing now. (laughs) Guess what? I I am me. That's who I am. (laughs) Yes. Yes, exactly. And those doubts are all normal. And you, whoever the listeners are listening to us might have those doubts. Who am I to do this? Who am I to step up? Who am I to take care of myself first before taking care of my family and putting myself in the back burner? Yeah, yeah. Well, and the interesting thing I find with people who come to me saying, oh, well, that's just a bad idea, or you shouldn't be this way, or blah, 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 whatever the thing is, I was raised to take that sort of criticism very seriously and very personally, like it applied Mm -hmm. to me. Uh, But what I've discovered as I've gotten older is it doesn't apply to me. It's nothing to do with me. It's not about me. It's about where they are. It's about that I've brushed up against one of their programs, one of their limitations, and it's triggered some things for them. Mm. Not my fault. It's not my, not my circus and not my monkeys. I love that. Yeah, this, this was very profound, what you said. And uh, it all comes from the beliefs that we had. <clears throat> and like I said, breaking those patterns, that's the courageous act that you can do in the you know in in your family tree or generation tree or whatever it is you know breaking up those patterns and stepping with your own trust and knowledge and intuition exactly and you're showing them a different way to approach life and i I without forcing it right without fixing it exactly i was just talking to another speaker potential speaker guest for the show this morning And she made a comment that I thought was really, really profound, which is you're showing people that there can be a different way and frequently they will be jealous or envious 
of what you are able to do and step out and accomplish because you follow that intuition courageously. And a lot Mm -hmm. of times if you just give them time, they will gather up their courage and step out as well. I love that. Again, Mm -hmm. goosebumps. (laughs) I love it. Truth comes from all kinds of amazing places. It's beautiful to create. I'd love to understand how it unwrapped for you after you got this knowing that you're supposed to help other people with Mm -hmm. the same process to guide and support them through understanding that empathy is not being broken and that it is, in fact, a superpower. Mm -hmm. Um, I know when we awaken, a lot of times we'll, well, we want to get this big vision. Of, of where we're supposed to go. Frequently, we don't. We end up with like a trail of little breadcrumbs we follow. But occasionally, when we get the big vision, we think that's supposed to happen like right now tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did it happen like right now tomorrow for you? Or how did it unroll? Patience. It, I know. I've been there. I, I am sometimes, most of the time, an impatient person. I'm like, okay, I got the vision. I want it now. I am the powerful creator. I want it now. No, of course it doesn't happen like that because uh, one of my favorite metaphysical teachers, Abraham Hicks, they say, you wouldn't want that. You want to enjoy and savor the process. You don't want this type of manifestation right there. Well, it would be crushing frequently, right? Yeah. If if you think about where you're at, you're unprepared for it. (laughs) Exactly. Imagine tomorrow you up and uh you know in a completely different house with completely different people and that was your dream in the first place and it happened you would be confused you know um for me um it started unfolding because i was following my guidance and intuition it was a very steady rhythm uh it wasn't a slow unfolding i remember i started getting more you know on my page, more followers, the community started growing, more clients and so on. But it took a few years to get here. And every day, and to this day, when I show up to my clients or to do my life events or or do any programs, I say, I don't have it all together. To this day, Mm -hmm. I go through the waves. To this day, I have my bad moments, sad moments. It's not about not having them. It's about how quickly you can recognize them. And maybe you have the tools and you practice enough to get back to love. It's not about being in love all the time. It's about how quickly you can get back to love. Yes. And properly, what I want to say, processing and receiving the messages your emotions are sending you. Because there's always a reason they show up. They're messengers as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. If you are angry about something, there's a message in there for you. You've witnessed an injustice. Someone has transgressed one of your boundaries. There's a reason you're angry. Find out what the message is around the anger and then let the anger go. Do, do something for the reason the anger arrived. Engage with the world differently. Set a boundary. Explain to somebody where they've transgressed with you. Um, do something about it and then let it go. That's beautifully put. I remember I heard a phrase from someone or I read it somewhere. Feel your feeling for at least 90 seconds to transform it. Yes. 
That's all it takes, really. Not running away from it, not saying, I'm not supposed to be angry because I'm a good empath person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm supposed to be all butterfly and cupcakes. No, no, no. This is a false belief. That's, we need to feel our feelings. We need to go through them. And then when you accept it, that's like, okay, I'm done being angry. I want to feel better. Right? Yeah, exactly. Then now I will move to... on to something else. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I love it. We are coming up on our next break here. So I'd invite you to hang with us because we have more on this empath journey when we return. There are piles of wonderful tools and experiences you can have as an empath to forward your spiritual journey. So hang with us. We will be right back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Leave a quick voice message at 520 261 6827. And let me know, how has the show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That number 520-261-6827. Thank you so much for your feedback. It's crucial in informing where I take the show next. Thank you and go out and live soul first. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Welcome back. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and thank you so much for hanging in with us through the break. Just a quick reminder to put on your calendar. Come join me on Tuesday evenings for the Spirit Talks experience, and you can find that at bit.ly slash spirit talks one that's a numeric one on the end of that ten dollars to join we start at 6 p.m eastern on tuesdays and we have a fabulous time so you don't want to miss out on that Uh, i am here talking with jane novak who's an amazing highly sensitive person and powerful empath who's learned how to turn her empathy into a superpower and can do the same for you So, Jane, before we went on the break, we were talking a little bit about tools that we can use um, to clear out emotions and that sort of thing. How do do you help work with empaths now in in your world? 
how, how can somebody engage with you? What should they expect? Right, yeah. Um, so I believe, you know, a lot of people go through uh, being an unaware empath mm -hmm. or unaware sensitive person first because maybe they don't know if they're empath or they don't have the tools or they have a hard time managing their emotions, their energy. They don't know where right. to begin. And I call or them they've been told that they're broken. <laughs> Right. Yes. Yes. So I've been there. I've been an unaware empath. We all start somewhere, right? So my goal is to take you through the empowerment so you can become an empowered empath. And a lot of people ask me sometimes, can I stop feeling things? I would say absolutely not. <laughs> it's not about <laughs> stop feeling things. It's about how can you manage your emotions so they're actually, uh, you turn them from viewing it as a curse into using them as a gift because you can have high intuition. You know when people are lying or, you know, when they're mm -hmm. telling the truth. You know when you hire someone if it's a good fit or not for your work. Um, you know if it's a, a, you know, a good person to be a friend with. You can use all of these things. And also the biggest thing that I also teach when they step and ready to step into their power, how they can use that gift to serve others. Because yeah. I believe um, if I would have to speak a few words about purpose, there uh, we have uh, primary purpose and secondary purpose. And I believe our primary purpose is to be happy, to be empowered and feel good and joyous. Yes. And when we get to that place, our secondary purpose is to share that through the act of service. Mm, so yes. some people can share it exactly going out and helping people, like being healers, you know, being coaches, life coaches, therapists. It's one way to help people. Another way they can hold the frequency. They can just be a good friend, a great listener, and they can transmute that energy for that person. Yes. And those who are ready, they can step in and actually create an online business for that as well. Exactly. So there are many categories. Well, and sometimes it's not even completely spiritually directed, if you will. I have a, mm -hmm. a former guest uh, who was on the show who for many years used her empathy superpower in her work as a corporate lawyer. Mm -hmm. because she did mergers and acquisitions. And so she was able to use her superpowers as an empath to create win-win-win situations. And she has a track record of not having had any of her mergers ever fall apart. And yeah. if you know anything about corporate mergers and acquisitions, they tend to blow up. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I, it's... It's not even one of these things that you have to suddenly become like this great empathic guru. Right. right. It yes. has some real serious real life uh, impacts to be able to use it. Absolutely. I'm glad that you brought it up. And, you know, I always say, imagine if doctors or lawyers, especially, right, if they're empath, empowered empath, and they use their intuition and bring it and merge it with, with their knowledge, with the science behind that. That's a winning combination. And, oh, you know, yeah. that's when you would feel, you know, they're not just there to, to say certain things they were taught to say, you know. There's yeah. a human being there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that, you know, and, and the world would 
definitely would be a better place. And I believe there are a lot of empaths and your example is beautiful. I mean, imagine being a lawyer and being in that place of negative energy mostly, you know. It, it can and, be very negative, very cutthroat and very competitive. And in fact, when she yeah. told me her field of work, I'm like, oh my God, how did you survive, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. It, it's about bringing your gift to where you are, where you want to be. And it doesn't have to be, you have to be a spiritual leader or healer or a teacher. You can be a teacher in school. And I work with a lot of clients, beautiful empath teachers, and I would teach them how also not to take on the energy of the chaos of the room of the children, right? So they can stay in their power, but at the same time, they can feel good because they love what they're doing. Yes, exactly. And I, when you were asking earlier, can I stop feeling, you know, the answer to that is kind of yes and no, right? Mm-hmm. Because you can stop taking on other people's stuff. You can turn right. that other down to zero. Yes, but not to. your own. <laughs> yeah, but you're still going to have your own stuff. But it's such a relief to just be dealing with your stuff. Because you can actually heal your stuff. You can't heal somebody else's crap. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, it definitely you feel lighter, easier, more confident. And it's just, uh, you just have to learn. What does it feel like to be me? You know, yeah. what does it feel like to be by myself? <clears throat> How do I know that it's my feelings or somebody else's feelings? Mm-hmm. That's one of the mm-hmm. biggest questions that I get from a new client is like, well, how do I know if this shit is mine? <laughs> Well, usually what I suggest to my clients is um, start spending time by yourself because empaths need a lot of time to recharge and sensitive people. They're overstimulated with, with bright lights, malls, crowded places, you know, and, uh, you know, loud sounds, loud noises, a lot of people, especially if you're an introvert, mm-hmm. you need a lot of time to recharge. So when you start recharging on your own, start paying attention how does it feel like when I'm alone? Am I usually easily irritated? Am I angry? Am I upset? What are the feelings that are coming up when I'm by myself? So start journaling that. Mm-hmm. And once you create that memory, uh, so to speak, your mental memory of what it feels like to be you, when you go out into the world, you hold that memory and carry it with you. So you start recognizing when there is energy that it's not yours, it's coming, it, it feels unfamiliar. Yeah. It's truly, you just have to get to know yourself first better. And this is one of the first steps that I teach. Get to know yourself better first. Yeah. Go find that quiet space where you can just be with you and know that everything in this energy in this spot right now is yours and nobody else's. Yes, absolutely. I love that. That's amazing advice. Now, I know you brought a gift with you for Mm -hmm. our empath listeners out there. Uh, Tell me a little bit about what you brought with you. Yes, it's an ebook. It's a free ebook where you can learn six powerful tools to become an empowered empath. And they're very easy to follow steps on, you know, start practicing. What does it feel like to be in your own energy? Where does your energy begin and where does it end? Uh, So you don't feel, you know, completely lost and frustrated, not knowing, you know, how to separate these energies. And also I share the tools on how to protect your energy, which is a very important step for highly sensitive people and empaths. Um, Getting to know the energy, what energy is and how to 
manage yourself. So for some people, it would be like getting to know themselves. For some people, it would be more advanced things they might learn. Um, but I believe it's a wonderful book um, to just, you know, start practicing because without actually applying the tools, it's just an ebook. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so <I> encourage, <laughs> encourage that. If you want to feel better, uh, start applying these tools. Yeah, absolutely. And you can find the gifts from Jane out on sovereignself.media. Sovereignself.media. You put in your your email address, it'll give you access to all of the speaker tools. Hers will be at the top of the page if you're listening to this when it's first released, and then it knocks farther down the page as we have additional shows that come on. So that's where you can find that amazing ebook, very easy to work with, easy to read, and lovely like Jane herself. <laughs> One <laughs> of the you. things that arrived for me as, as you were describing the book and reminded, I guess, back to our earlier conversation, I will occasionally have clients who will come and say to me, oh, I don't have a place to be alone. I've got this controlling, narcissistic you know, person in my life who won't allow me alone time. There is one place in this world you can always get alone time, and that is the bathroom. Mm-hmm, yes. Go in there, lock the door, get your bubble bath, and, and have your alone time. Have your alone space. Um, even the most controlling narcissist will typically give you time in the bathroom alone. <laughs> Yes, I agree. I would also say it's a very typical situation of empath being in a relationship with narcissists. And uh, one word, boundaries, right? And that's how we become empowered. You can go to the bathroom, especially if, let's say, you're mom and you have children and there's absolutely no way you can leave the house. That's what I used to do. The bathroom was, or, you know, take a bath, longer shower. Uh, But being in a relationship, setting these boundaries and saying for yourself that I need time alone. And if I'm able to, I'm going to go out for a walk by myself or go grab lunch by myself or dinner. That is not going to be easy at first with a relationship with narcissists. It will hurt, you know, but we were not taught to do that. So everything new you learn will feel awkward first. Mm -hmm. So stepping over it, over that fear and saying, this is my need and this is what I'm going to do. That's when you start your empowerment journey because no one can do it for you. That is beautiful. I love that. And on that note, I'm going to wrap us up here for the day. Thank you so much for joining me, Jane. It's been a fabulous conversation. Thank you, Sophia. Thank you for having me. Uh, It's been a very exciting conversation and um, everything felt so good. Thank you. Excellent. And thank you all for joining us today and listening in on our conversation about highly sensitive people and empaths. If you have a suggestion or a question, if you'd like to reach out to speakers, if you have a topic you'd like to hear us discuss, you can send an email to askzofia, that's A-S-K-Z-O-F-I-A at transformationspace.co. And I will remind you also that you are invited for Tuesday evenings, the Spirit Talks Development Experience. You can get signed up for that $10 session at bit.ly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y slash Spirit Talks 1, S-P-I-R-I-T-T-A-L-K-S, numeric 1. And until next week, go out and live soul first. 
Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week, right here 